Um, I haven't really got a set plan. It's been so long since we've done one. Yeah. Should we just... Let's just there's ramble. Not much... Yeah, let's just announce it as a ramble. Yeah. That is a podcast brand, so we can't call ourselves the game. We'll try and do it in an order, though. Like, try and talk some game news, anything we've got, then what we're playing or finished, and then finish off on films and TV. Let's just jump in and see where it goes. Yeah. Okay, I'll start. Welcome to the We Don't Go Up podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here with Dave. Hello. 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 Uh, um, I'll probably leave that bit in about how we haven't got a plan, so let's just jump straight in. <laughs> <laughs> um, what should we talk about? Let's talk about the Red Dead trailer. Okay. Are you in? Are you on board? Um, it looked beautiful, and it did impress me loads, but you know, like the, the stuff about the campsite, the micromanagement and that, if it's not like, like what what I heard about Metal Gear Solid Five repeating mission, I don't think it will be repeating missions in um, Red Dead, but no. constantly being badgered to go and feed the the campsite and all the need protecting now because you're halfway across the map. Jesus, you know what I mean? If, if it's yeah. nothing like that, then yeah, I'll be all in. But, that would be annoying. Yeah, I, I, like they do that in like mafia and stuff like that, don't they? Like get back. You remember Assassin's Creed? Get back and protect you. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I'll just finish the story now. I can't be honest. <laughs> See, I, which Assassin's Creed was that? Um, was it Brotherhood or the one after where you, you kind of had to do that RTS mode where you defended the properties and stuff? Oh, there was... Brotherhood was really good where you sent assassins off to do missions. I loved yeah. that. Yeah, like, maybe it was the one after of, that. There was like some sort of tower defence thing as well. Yes, that, that was, was a tower defence, not RTS, sorry. Yeah, oh, I was. that was rubbish. But you like tower defence, so... I do, I but the way been... it was implemented in, in, was in that was... Yeah, it was shit. Proper turd. Yeah, it looked, it, I mean, visually it was beautiful, and the voice acting in it was fantastic, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I can't believe how good it looks. It's, inc- it's crazy. Yeah. I think there's only... Um, kind of going off topic, but there's only three games I really want this year now, um, off the top of my head. You probably mentioned something in a bit, and I go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I really want Pez, because I'm kind of in this gaming lull um, where everything I start, I'm enjoying, but I never finish them. And um, I pl- I've played the Pez demo a lot, and I've, I've really, really enjoyed it. I think I just need some... Uh, Maybe switch your brain off a bit. I don't know, because I'm going to tell you about some of the house and playing a bit, and you'll go, well, that just contradicts what you've just said. <laughs> um, but I think I want Pez. I really do want Pez this year. Um, I think because of the World Cup, my, fo- my love for football has come back a little bit. Um, I want Spider-Man. I don't know if I can afford it <laughs> in the same month as Pez. It's and then I um, 50 quid everywhere. Have you seen it anywhere? I haven't. I've been looking, and I just... No. And then there's Red Dead. Yeah, um, the only games I can think that I definitely want this year are Spider-Man and Red Dead, which is yeah. crazy. There must be more. I'll probably pick Smash oh, up. Sorry, I do want the Spiral Trilogy, but it's not like I've got to have it at, on day one. I'll, I'll pick it up down the line at some point. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned um, being in a bit of a gaming slump. I have been as well. I think that's why we've probably both been a bit lax on the podcast, not, yeah. not been like, very keen to record one. But that's mm. also because you've been very, very busy. Stupidly busy. <laughs> um, but, and I've been busy as well. I'm not on the same level as you, but just trying to get my house in order. 
<laughs> been spending, <laughs> spending, spending, spending. Jesus, I got no money. And the now. wife's come back and she's maxed out the credit card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. I've kept loads of stuff on the hush that I bought. Um, but yeah, I've been spending loads of money. Um, but I've been in a gaming slump as well, and I blame the World Cup. It was so Possibly. easy just to come back, put on the football, yeah. soak it up. You know, I had podcasts about the football. I was loving it. The football was yeah. fantastic. Swept up in that England fever. Yeah. And you don't, I don't know if he was the same as me, but when the football matches finished, was it around nine o'clock-ish? Yeah. Or half nine. I was like, oh, I don't really want to play a game now because I've only got an hour because... I might be a massive wimp saying this, but I like to get to bed a bit earlier, <laughs> half 10, 11 latest. So I was like, I don't want to get into something and then have to just drop it. So I was just watching TV shows for 40 minutes to an hour because it was just easier. It was more convenient. Yes. Yeah. I'll, ha- I'll happily stay up till one in the morning, but yeah. I, I would think in my head, oh, I don't want to get into a game now. I'll put a show on and go to bed early, but I wouldn't. I'd put a show on and go to bed late. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've watched loads of Netflix, loads of, well, I say loads of films, I haven't put many on my list, I think I've forgotten to do that, but um, yeah, I I just couldn't get into a game, I tried lots, but I just couldn't stick with one. Yeah, um, well when I'm, we do, um, go on, sorry. I was just saying, I'm coming out of that now, I started to play um, XCOM 2, which was one of the PlayStation Plus games a while ago. Yeah. Um. It's kicking my ass. I can't. I can't do it. I love well, it. Yeah. But it's that thing you were saying with the base building. There's such so little of actual like commanding your troops around the battlefield, and so much to do back at the base. And I really yeah. love it, and I want to be good. But I, so I even looked at a few guides, and each one says, "You can't beat this game. It's about minimising your losses." <laughs> Well, you're saying that now. This is bang on topic. Um, Slick from the forum. He was saying um, he was really enjoying it. He said, and um, it's just got to a point where he's not enjoying it now because it's it's so difficult. Mm. Um, he's put it on easy, and he says, no, on easy mode, it should be anyone can jump in and enjoy it. He says, but for people who are, you know, uh, what do you call them, you know, like veterans of the, the genre, they should piss it. Mm. He says, and it's not. He said, it's just it's nails on easy, he said. Um, he sent a, he put a gif you know um, on the site and it was of his of his um, soldier or whatever right next to an alien and missing <laughs> and I said I said is that because you know it just it's just the way the map is he goes no 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 he said I was right next to him I'd, I'd outmaneuvered him or flanked him or whatever and he says got right next so realistically I should have had like a 95% hit chance or whatever and you see him standing there, and the gun just shoots and misses him. And I thought, Jesus, that's why I don't play like football manager in that because mm-hmm. I'd hate to put in like I did before in LMA. And that I'd sit there, I think, right, who've I got sat there? I think, oh yeah, I've got Man United. So I'd spend an hour doing the training and and all whatever you know what I mean, messing about with the menus. And you get to Saturday and lose four, and I think, what was the fucking point in that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. at least. In- at least in Pez, you can, like, even when I play Pez and FIFA, I don't mess around with the tactics boards. I was at my mate's a couple of weeks back. You did say I was going to ramble, so I'm going to ramble. Yeah, go and for um, he says, do you want to play FIFA? And it was on the Xbox, and I, I really don't like the touchpad. And I went, yeah, go on then. And um, I was playing his wife's brother. Um, he's a bit of a FIFA nut. Mm. My son beat him, though. And um, 
Go on, Harris. We, yeah, we, we did the kitchen, then we went to, you know, when he goes to that menu with the, the, the substitutions and all that, the tactics. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. pressed a clay start. Ten minutes later, he went, yeah, I'm ready now. And I thought, <laughs> for fuck's sake. And um, I lost five one of my mates. says, geez, Dave, you used to be really good at football games. Because no, I used to be really good at Pez. Because yeah. we used to have parties around my house and like we'd have Pez sessions and stuff. And um, when I was playing the game, I was like, what? he says, you're just making up excuses for being bad. I said, no, it's just, you press the button, nothing happens on screen. Then it happens, that delay is still there. It's always been there in FIFA. I says, they don't make runs. Yeah. You know, like, I said, it's like you're playing a computer game and you've got to learn the weaknesses of the AI to um, beat it. I says, we're in Pez, it feels natural. Like, yeah. right, I'm going to try and beat them down the wings because I've noticed my right winger skinning their left back and etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. and it just oh it was an infuriating half an hour <laughs> I've downloaded um, the free PES 2018 had a few games of that last night yeah have it's you tried been... the new demo no I don't no. want I want it <laughs> I don't oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with the free game while I look at Spider-Man yeah yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that I mean, I'm not guaranteed I'm going to buy Pez on day one, but um, it helps that Pez is £35 and, and you know, you're struggling to find, what's it called, um, Spider-Man for less than 47 eight, 50 quid, and once the reviews hit, it's not probably going to go below 50 No, if the reviews are positive. And if yeah. they're not, I might not want it. <laughs> I can't see them not being positive the way the previews have gone. No, I can't see anything anything less than an 8 from anywhere. 8, 9s, 10s, possibly. Yeah, yeah I reckon. Spider-Man yeah. looks fantastic. When, yeah, when it does. Red Dead, I'm, I'm all in for Red Dead, by the way. Yeah. Can't wait to get it. I think it'll be minimal base stuff, classic cowboy stuff. Love the yeah. first one. Just give me I one. probably will get it. It's just that I'm not... And there's going to be lots more gameplay trailer reveals before the time comes, but um, I think if anything will sell me on it, it might be the fact that um, the online modes... Yeah. Um. Because I, I've wanted to get into GTA, and when it came out, I had it on the PS3. But um, I was so late to the party, because I, was, I played the single player all the way through and did loads, exhausted it, and then I just felt like I was so late to the party with the online side of it that um, I was behind. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I feel like that with every online game. Yeah. <laughs> if it's been well, it's a because... week, it's like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> That's right, that is. Hmm. Like That's what I, like, um, I bought Splatoon too, but I, I didn't really get into it for like a couple of weeks, and now it's just like oh, I just I'm so far behind. I'm never going to get good. So, uh, yeah, too. I know what you mean. It's like Dead by Dead by Daylight. I've been wanting to go back to that because I really enjoy the horror element to it and all that. But um, I've, I've got friends who play it religiously, and they're just like, oh, sometimes you go on there, and it's so annoying, so infuriating, and it's just gone I, free on PlayStation Plus now. Yeah. At the time, get in there. Fresh meat. Well, that's true. Actually, I could get back on it now. You've got it as well, though. I, I want to play it with friends because it's one of them games that I don't get the competitive side to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like to play it and just try and escape. Mm. Whereas some people, they get to the escape room and then they just stand around instead of escaping, teasing the killer and stuff, trying to get extra XP. Um, just want to get the job whereas done. Whereas me, I just try to get the job done and get out. Do you know what I mean? I just want to enjoy it. And that's why when I've played with friends on it, um, I've really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, you're a professional, Dave. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. Um, yeah, I'm, 
I did play it before, didn't I? How did I play it before? I don't own it. It was on a free weekend. Oh, right. Yeah, it was alright. Didn't love it. They've just released um, one of the games on um, Steam Early Access. It's um, four parkour... Is it parkour runners? Mm. Versus one person with guns. Um, Obviously, like Dead by Daylight. Um, It comes on PS4, I think, next year. I don't know if it's Early Access on PS4 or the actual full game, but... I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, it's back to guns, but I like the look of it. Um, I kind of like that asymmetric. Is they call it asymmetrical? Asymmetrical. Asymmetrical. Asymmetrical um, games. Uh, it's. Is that what it is? Like that, that perspective. Dead by Daylight, or no, the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same as Dead by Daylight, but the the killer has guns. It's sci-fi, and the rest have parkour abilities. It's a bit more like um, they're saying a bit more Hunger Games mm. than. Or, or whatever you call it, the um, maze runners, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. young adults. Cool. But, yeah, What's it called? I think it's a terrible name. I think it's called Death Garden. Oh, yeah, that is a shit name. That is, it's, yeah, terrible title. <laughs> Death Garden. Yeah. That's terrible. There. Is it even in a garden? It's not, is it? Yeah, it's in a... Dead by Daylight isn't, but the death, that Death Garden game is set in, like, the forest and woods by the look of it. Mm. Right. Yeah. What else? You've been watching stuff? One bit of news before we go on to that on that now. I did want to talk about. Um, the, I think it's THQ Nordic. They've bought the Time Splitters franchise and Second Sight, which are obviously made by Eidos. Is that how you pronounce it, Eidos? That's how I pronounce it. I can't remember. Free Radical, wasn't it, who made them? Yeah. So they've bought that, and this is plans are afoot on Eurogamer. So I'm hoping that it's just a case of remasters, just to get them out the door, see how the public feel about them again. Yeah. Or it's a a brand new game, or a proper remaster like they're doing with Resi 2. That's, um... It's not really like a fashionable type of game now. It's all. I mean, it, I'm up for it. Don't get me wrong, but um, it's more about like the Fortnite formula. That's so big. Oh, I don't um, know how it's gonna muscle in. Well, nostalgia, price point. Um, it can all play a good part in getting the getting the fan base in day one. Yeah, you've got to price these things right. If you, you know, you start pricing games like that out at what was that? Came out a couple of weeks back and it was thirty, forty pounds. I was like, dead on arrival, mm. absolutely dead on arrival. I can't think what it was. It'll come to me. Okay. So who's yeah. one of them? The Hitman guys. No, um, that's they. They they work for is it Warner Brothers now? I don't. Oh yeah, I forgot that that happened. Yeah. Um, um, THQ Nordic, or whatever they're called now. Mm. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll get an announcement soon. So what are you playing? Anything? Or are you still... Uh, no, I feel like I'm playing a bit. I can't think of any of it right now. I started um, XCOM 2, like I said, but I think... I haven't deleted it yet, but... Oh, You're I've going start, to. I've started it twice, and I've realised it's procedurally generated... Oh fuck! That. Excuse my French. Uh, no, <laughs> you know that it has to. I can't. I mean, no, it's not doing nothing for me. I mean, um, that wee happy few. Whenever I see the imagery of it, I think, God, it looks right up my street. And then I hear procedurally, procedurally generated. And then today, I went to the store. 
because I think it's a digital only game. I'm not sure if you can buy it in the shops. Mm. £55? <laughs> to me, it doesn't look nothing more than a normal indie 20, £25 title, max. Yeah, max. I didn't realise it cost that much. Yeah. No, that doesn't interest me. Um, yeah. Well, there's a free, did you know there's a free VR game with that? On the store? Oh, yeah, I did see it. I went looking for the free games when I went to find the Pez, Pez game. I yeah. saw it there, but I didn't, didn't jump in. I um, downloaded it because I thought, oh, I'll give it a whirl. I'll give anything coming with the VR a whirl. Hmm. You still use your VR a lot. I haven't played mine in for ages. I haven't played mine for a bit. I think since the World Cup, um, I haven't played much games. And, you know, when you're in that, that kind of mood, you just can't be asked to set the VR up either. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> It's true. the heat as well. It's been so hot. I haven't wanted to put it on. I've yeah. been sitting downstairs literally in pants because <laughs> I just don't want to. I'm just so hot and sticky. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it was really hot. It's cold now. Is it cold yeah. where you are? Yeah, it has a lot since last week. Since or so. obviously the heat wave finished, yeah. Hopefully that's it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, XCOM 2, um, bit of pairs. Yeah. I got stuck. I started playing um, that golf game on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, role-play game golf yeah what's it called golf story obviously yeah, any good uh, it is it's really good fun um, I'm a bit stuck at the moment I need to dig out a guide or something because I just don't know where to go to continue the story yeah but that's I'll tell you what game looks absolutely fantastic on the Switch um, that pool game pool which isn't pool oh with the oh yeah and I think it's got legs like and arms and yeah it? it looks <laughs> like a cartoon network cartoon it is. I think it's made by Cartoon Network. Oh, is it? I think so, yeah. Like the Rick yeah. and Morty guys or something. Yeah, oh, Robot Chicken. Something like that. It's yeah. made by someone who does cartoons normally. Yeah, it looks brilliant, that does. I've not. I've heard about it, I've not actually looked into it. I think it's the indie offering that makes me want to um, switch more than, you know, the um, first-party titles. But the first-party titles are thin on the ground at the moment. Uh, plus, I've got the majority of them. I know they've been added stuff to them, but like, I've got Mario Kart on the Wii U and that. Yeah. Did you get Toad as well? I did. I don't know if I still got it because I had a clear out not long back. Um, don't don't moan at me. Um, <laughs> I did manage to finish a game a couple of weeks back called Mantis Burn Racing. I thought, you know what, I'm going to start trying to tidy up this backlog a bit. So I played that because it's, it's like a top-down racing game like Micro Machines, but a bit more serious with car upgrades and stuff yeah and um, I finished that um, well I finished it but I carried on because there was more levels and I thought oh but then I found out there were DLC and I, I wasn't really enjoying the snow levels so I was like well I finished it now so I'm not going to carry on playing the DLC levels <laughs> um, even though they're like they've added extra parts to the career I thought no because I'm not really enjoying these snow levels they're um, they're not as well designed um, so I finished that. It was all right. It was good fun. Um, then I started playing Bla- Blaze Rush, which we got free on PlayStation Plus for the PS3. Really enjoying that. That's a good game. Mm. Um, can be infuriating at times, though. You know, like with Mario Kart, last lap, and then someone shoots you with a rocket or something. Oh, that never infuriates me. I always just no. take it with my stride. No, I can't. I can't deal with it. And then um, I started a, a couple of days ago, and I'm really enjoying it. The Talos Principle. Oh, yeah, you you text me about this. I don't know anything about this. Go on, sell me on it. Um, you pl- It's all this kind of... 
Um, a bit like Portal, like I think there's trying to make it there's a higher meaning to it, and you know, like your creators testing you and all that crap. Uh, well, basically, you go into um, it's open, not open world. You'll go into a hub, and there'll be road signs, you know, like traffic signs mm. uh, with little arrows, and it'll have a, a Tetris piece in there. If it's green, it's easy. If it's amber, it's you know testing. If it's red, it's difficult. Um, it eases you in. You go into a room. How do I open this? How do I open? Get to the, the you know the Tetris piece hiding behind that gate. Um, oh, I can't think of the first few levels because um, oh yeah, in the first few levels like you get this this kind of camera which you can place and it will open up like um, doors for you and they've all got force fields. So you might open the one, then you've got to figure out how to open the next one. But you've only got one camera in a position. Blah 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 blah. Um, sometimes there's floating robots around. It's it's brilliant, and it's really. Good. When I first started, I thought, "Ooh," but um, the more I played it, the more I enjoyed it. And then, as you progress, you you'll have this. Oh God, it's really hard to explain in detail. Say, like, there's five pieces you need to unlock a computer terminal. Mm. When you get to this computer terminal, you just have to put the Tetris pieces in place so they fill in a block perfectly. There's no gaps. Mm-hmm. So you can go looking for the correct piece you need because in each hub it'll tell you which room has which pieces and it'll show you the colour, so it's the difficulty there. It's really well explained, really well thought out. There's nothing, like, you never get lost or anything with it. Um, So you do that and then as you progress, like, you'll unlock, um, it's like a crystal, which is in, like, um, a tripod and then lasers come into play. So you can put these lasers off the crystals and... They there's like so if it's a red laser there'll be a red light by the door so you need to get that red laser to hit your crystal then bounce off into that door it's it's it, I'm not explaining it great but it is very simple <laughs> and then you unlock a block which you can climb on or put on top of robots and stuff to help you out and then you unlock the fan which brings in another element to the gameplay and I've just unlocked something else but I don't know what it is yet but um. It's really good. Is it first person? Is it it's purpose? first person or third person, I think. But I'm playing it in first person, and I think it is 60 frames per second because it's very fast. But you can slow down the movement to slow, medium, fast. Mm. I've got it on medium. You can still walk fast with that. Um, I was speaking to Jim, and Jim said it made him feel sick. But I don't think, excuse me, he turned the head bobbing off. Right. So I turned the head bobbing off, turned it down to medium, first person mode, and it's brilliant. It's not VR, is it? No, um, it would be fantastic in VR to be honest, but um, it's not. But it's great because it's got, it's just got that, that such rewarding feeling when you kind of each room you walk into, you can't take anything in the room. Everything is in the room that you need. It's like Crystal Maze basically. You go through uh, like a force field, a purple force field, and then you're in the room, and everything you need to solve that puzzle is in there, except for these extra star puzzles. But um, sometimes you can solve them in there, but sometimes you need to do something in another room to activate something in that room. But it's not a problem, that isn't. Like, you, you might look at the star and think, oh, how do I do that? But you, you, you can figure it out once you realise you might have to do something in a different room first. Mm. They're not important anyway. They don't stop you progressing in the game. They're just like extra... You know in like Toad, how you can find those extra things? Yeah, yeah. Or the, or the blue moons. So... I've lost train of thought. <laughs> yeah, so um, every room you enter will have a title. Like the one will say, um, what was that one that said to me? And I, I was doing the puzzle for about 30 minutes. And I was thinking, I cannot. 
fucking think of this out. I'm going to go on YouTube. <laughs> really, I'm going to go on YouTube and just work it, see how it's done. And then I walked out of the room and I thought, oh, I'll come back to it in a bit. Went into my rooms, cleared them, come back. And when I walked in, I looked at the title and I think the title was... Um, oh, God, what was it? It was something about thinking or, or no it was peephole windows or something like that mm. and I just couldn't figure out how to get all these doors open because I didn't have enough tripods and then I thought to myself well hang on what about if I start from the back and make my way to the front and it worked <laughs> and since I did that I've, I've just been breezing through it I've started thinking in reverse inside out if that makes sense <laughs> if you play it and it, 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 and once you kind of like start thinking outside the box yeah it, it, it really does come together and you think Jesus this is they've probably designed the puzzles in this way as well from back to front that yeah. you probably do do with puzzles anyway but I thought it's brilliant really good and I know you would appreciate it and really enjoy it 100% know you would it's what I wanted The Witness to be oh. um, an island full of clever ingenious puzzles but the witness lost my lost me after a while because I was just bored of drawing lines. Oh, the witness lost me when it got fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, it was difficult, but what made what made the witness worse was that you could stumble across the hardest puzzle in the game. Yeah, and, that was ridiculous. And it was like, well, what the fuck do I do? I haven't had a tutorial. If that game had just had tutorials, it would have been perfect. Yeah, if we whereas, just said this is your next puzzle, don't try that one. <laughs> yeah, whereas in this Talos principle, when you do unlock, say, like the fan it'll give you a dead easy green puzzle to do first mm. and you'll be like okay so that's what the fan can do all right and then i got to a puzzle with a box about four or five stages after i'd unlocked the boxes it's like how the fuck am i going to do this so i picked this box up after i froze this robot sorry about my language right, and then i it. walked over to the right i picked up the box which was next to the robot and the it just come up this translucent box on top of the robot and i thought one minute i can put the box on top of the robot so I put the box on top of the robot, unfroze the robot, the robot went past all the machine guns, got to the other end of the room, I froze the robot, climbed up the ladder, walked through this little kind of alley, picked the picked the box off the robot, and then put it on this like lever, which was white, weighted down, and needed a weight on it to open. And I walked in, got the put got the Tetris piece, and some of them were locked behind gates, and the other gate opened, and I walked straight out of the room, a bit like the crystal maze. Brilliant. <laughs> I thought I thought it's it's so like it's ready to hold your hands and teach you stuff at the start, but then it's like, right, now we've showed you what you can do. Now you've got to start thinking about what else can I do? Mm. And it's it's really, really good, really clever. And sometimes you think to yourself, like I went in this room and it was a red piece, and I went in, I did it within about a minute, and I thought, Jesus, how was that red? And I thought, yeah, but it probably is a red. It's just that you've adapted to the way that the game wants you to think. Yeah. When you get into it, when it's a puzzle-type game, Generally, yeah. if, if it clicks with you, you can yeah. do it. Like in, um, what's that VR game I love? Static. Yeah. We both yes. love, you love it now. Static, yeah, static. It clicked with me. I didn't have to, I got stuck a couple of times, but I never had to like Google it or anything. It just, and it was the right level and my mind was in sync with the game and it just all flowed perfectly. That's probably why I loved it so much. Like that, the fact that it is superb. Oh, I think Static is one of the... Um, I, I know we always wax lyrical about it when we talk about it, but I think it's one of the best puzzle games ever made. Yeah. It's just so... Is this, with this with the right word, intuitive, that you just yeah. sit in there, you can look around, and you're, like, you're sitting there, as you do in your normal room when you're playing, like, Talos Principle, and you're thinking, but you're actually in the surroundings, and, like, you start looking around and thinking, well, 
could, because you haven't got to move the stick around to look around the room for your hints and your clues. I mean, mm. just a fantastic idea and yeah. execution. It's just, I, I, I would love them to make a sequel. I would absolutely love them to make a sequel to that game. Yeah, it's perfect for VR. It's yeah. the best use of VR, easily. I was going to ask you about another game that's just on the sale at Mark. I think it's called it's called the Waywalker or something. It's in the sale. Is that VR? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's five pounds. I'm very tempted to just put it in the basket and pick it up, even though I don't need any more games. But it's hard to turn down the VR bargains. <laughs> I'll have to have a look at it later and text oh. you and see what you know. But it's got, I think, a few hundred ratings and it's on four or four and a half stars. Hmm. I've not heard of it. I think you will when you say, I've got the name wrong. I think when you when you get the name, you'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're on about, Dave. Yeah. There's one game in my basket, which is another um, Playlink game, that Fran- Frantics. Oh, yeah, Frenetics is Frenetics, it. Frantics, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. That looks good. I think I'm going to sneak that. How much is that? Any. I think it's only six quid. Is it? Yeah. Have, oh, you, yeah. have you played many of those Playlink games yet? I have got them, but I haven't had friends around for ages because, like, um, Heather's been so tired because she's working seven days. She yeah. hasn't had a day off in about five, four weeks now. And um, she's just shattered. She doesn't really want friends around at the moment because obviously with friends comes children and children just drive you mad yeah. when they're all upstairs making a mess, mate. And um, to be fair, mate, I used to pull my weight anyway in the house, um, but I'm doing a lot more now and sometimes on a Friday, Saturday, I'm just flaking. <laughs> I think that's why the game, my gaming... Um, kind of game time has died off a lot because I'm com- I'm just thinking I'll just sit there and watch a football it's easier to t- I can just <laughs> sit here and watch a football it's easier than playing games or watching a film yeah because like yourself I like to watch stuff that's interesting and if I have to concentrate too long I um, I, I don't want to miss anything mm. but yeah. I have been going absolutely I mean I'll when we did the TV part I'll reel them off it's a mad list. I was just going to say, good, bad, shit, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crack it. Are you playing anything else? I, th- I, think, um, I feel like I haven't talked about what I've been playing. I've been, I tried Shall- um, not Shallow, Hollow Knight. I've got that on I've Switch. I've heard that's fantastic. Is that coming out on anything else or is it Switch for good? It's not Switch for good. It was, it was on Steam for years. It's, well, I don't know how many years, maybe a year. It's on Switch now, so I can't yeah. imagine it's exclusive. It would probably make its way to PlayStation and it is really good. It started to kick my ass at a time when I just couldn't be bothered, so I haven't been back to it in a while. Mm-hmm. But it is really good, and I do want to get back to it. Yeah. Um, what else have I played? I went back to God of War. I went back because I've got my nephew. Um, he's just moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's moved to... Uh, he's, he have lived, you not completed God of War? Yeah, I finished it. Oh, you, are you just tidying up? Yeah. But you, cleaning. you told me... Um, there was lots of like extra stuff. Did the game tell you that was there? What stuff? Like the challenge maps and stuff. The the brothers tell you the um, elf dwarf brothers whatever they are. I did not listen to them obviously, so I went back and found those, and I'm loving that. Brilliant, isn't so it? Right back into that. The Valkyries. Did you go back to your house after you completed the game? Yeah, I did that. With four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Four was there. Four. Well, spoilers. Should probably cut that out. I will cut, I'll cut that out. Yes, we went back to the house. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler! Not used to flagging the spoilers. Um, and then Ragnarok begins. 
yeah, so I went back to that and started the challenge maps. I'm um, loving it on my on my new telly as well. Let's just quickly talk about TVs because no, I know you're looking. I just don't want it. It's just a fucking minefield, mate. It's just <laughs> excuse me. I am sweating a lot recently. I'm sorry. Um, it's all right. Come it's just tired. It's just not. Why can't they just say on on TVs as well now? Gamers rating A, B, C plus whatever. Just you got. All... It's, there's too much jargon now with tellies. Yeah, smart like, TV, mirror mode, um, display. It's <laughs> all this stuff. I'm like, what? I just, I didn't get into the nitty gritty. I realised it was too much, especially when like Samsung rename all these things with their own names that do my head in Samsung. Yeah. Um, I just read some reviews as like the like the Witch Guide and the, the What Hi-Fi magazine was a good source. Yeah. And they they all said the OLED screen is the best. Yeah. If you can't afford an OLED screen. Then here's the other options. But the other options, if you don't go for an OLED, it's just yeah. a minefield. And it's, yeah. And then that was like, whatever I buy, it's gonna be better than what I've got. That's, yeah. And then, but then I still get hung up because I don't want to make the wrong decision. Well, I, what puts me off is like Chris was saying. Oh, I think that's got a slow, late, a low latency on the games. But I'm not one for noticing that stuff. No, I'm not. So is it going to be an issue for me? Because, I mean, the Panasonic Plasma I've got, that could be shit latency for all I know. Yeah. But I don't have any issues with my gaming. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, I don't know the, the statistics of mine, but anything I've bought would have been better. Yeah. Guaranteed. So I've bought, yeah. I bought OLED. I managed, it went cheap on uh, Amazon Prime Day. So I snuck mm-hmm. the Philips OLED 55-inch. It's got the ambulight at the background. And honestly, I'm enjoying the ambulight so much. It's so good. The what? Ambilight. Do you know is what that, that is? It reflects at the back of the TV. Yeah. But it's not. That's what I want. Yeah, it's gorgeous, Dave. You've got to get a Philips. Don't try and do your own with like a strip LED thing. No, all... you want it built in the TV, don't you? Yeah. Because the strip LED ones, you can change the colour on your phone, but it, yeah. it's just a set colour. With the Philips Ambilight. Can you send me a link to your TV? I thought I did. Oh, did you? Sorry, I'm terrible with this. It's my memory's doing late. <laughs> I'll send you another one. Are you making a cuppa? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Professional. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, sorry. I just, I can't, you know what? I just thought we was chatting normal for a second then. <laughs> Evening. <laughs> Got ready in the podcast. People know we're not robots. <laughs> um, so yeah, that yeah, the, the light behind the telly is three sides. It goes across the top and down either side, not across the bottom. Yeah, and it um, it mirrors what's on the screen. Mm-hmm. So Nora's watching Trolls, which is obviously like psychedelic in its color palette. I, I imagine that would look fantastic on 4K or OLED. It does. I don't the colors think... pop and oh my god, it's so good. I don't even think it's 4K though, because we bought it on Amazon, on Amazon, like the online store through yeah. the um, PlayStation. And I don't have a PlayStation Pro, so it's just um, regular HD. It looked yeah. unbelievable. Do you want to know a very interesting fact about 4K? Go on. Oh, that we can't actually perceive it. No. Go on. There is no point buying 4K Blu-rays because 
99% of films are still shot on 2K um, in films. So you know when people say, oh, God, I can't wait to get Batman v Superman, mm. Marvel's Jurassic World in 4K. You know why they're shot in 2K? Why? Because it's way too expensive and they still can't do CGI in 4K. Oh, can't they? So, yeah. I, 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 I watched. God, I, was... I watched a long 15-minute, 20-minute um, video about this blog just explaining it all um, about a week ago. Um, and he was saying, look, he says, look at this 4K to D- Blu-ray to DVD. And it was showing like, the comparison. It was like, this jump was huge. Huge. Mm. From DVD to VHS was massive. From DVD to Blu-ray is huge as well. And he was showing you, he's got like the best 4K TV and all this and he said, um, I've got 20 films on 4K. He says, I bought them all to test it. And he says, I'm not buying any more 4K films. He showed you his collection of films. It's massive. He's a big film, Affian. You know, massive. And he said, I'm not doing it anymore. He says, I'm, do- I'm done. I'm literally throwing £10 away with every film I buy on 4K. Yeah. Uh, mad. Madness. He showed you Lord of the Rings. I think it was Lord of the Rings. A few others. And it, just the upgrade was ridiculously bad, mate. <laughs> oh, so right. just... I was looking because when I bought my telly, I bought four films on Blu-ray because I haven't got a HD, like a 4K player anyway. Yeah. But I bought um, Disney films. Oh, yeah. And um, I was thinking, as I was looking, I was like, they don't even sell these in 4K. But if they can't do CGI in 4K, they probably can't. Pixar probably won't be in 4K. That's what he was saying. I'll have to get... He was something along the lines of they can't do CGI or special effects or green screen or something like that in 4K. They can't... It just can't be done at the moment. They don't shoot films in 4K. Mm. Very few. He's saying like the, the most stuff that you can get shot in 4K in there is like your documentaries and and then like I think he was saying Planet Earth and stuff like that. Yeah, that was actual footage. Yeah, he was saying, but um, films and that still aren't shot in it because it's so, the cameras are so expensive to build and the, mm. the special effects they they just they won't look right next to you know what I mean. Mm. So. Um, I thought it was really interesting because I thought to myself, look, do I need a 4K TV? Because I've still got a normal PS4. I haven't got a 4K PS4, and that's not even proper 4K yet, is it? No. But obviously, with the upgrade, you might as well just future-proof yourself and get a 4K for when the PS5 launches. That's the thing. Because I'm not getting a 4K PlayStation. No. I I mean, if if there was a ridiculous offer in um, November... Yeah, um, because my daughter wants a PS4, so I'm tempted to give her mine and upgrade mine. But um, how old is she now? Six, but she loves Disney Infinity. <laughs> Absolutely loves it, mate. She doesn't play it for hours and hours and hours, but she just loves Disney Infinity. And I'm thinking about getting a Minecraft because she likes oh. the toy box world of it, like building her own little stuff and that. So. My little, my six-year-old asked me why I don't play Minecraft. I was like, who's told you about Minecraft? Yeah. <laughs> See, I might get that Lego one. That might be easier for her to get into first and then Minecraft. But she's, don't get me wrong, she still plays with all the toys. She goes to football training and that now as well. And she'd like, she'll happily, like when I say to her, it's time to come off. She comes off, comes downstairs straight away. Mm. She's playing with her little figures and stuff. Um, she can take it and leave it. Sometimes I say, do you want to go on your games for an hour? And she's like, no, I'm just going to play my toys or can we watch a film? Yeah. What not? Whereas Harrison is like, um, when it's time to, like I say, you can go on your games now, straight on Fortnite, talking to his mates. It's just Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite now with him. Yeah. Play Fortnite. It's taking over. But 
I have got the most expensive, one of the most expensive Blu-ray players available on the market, and it's probably one of the worst Blu-ray players on the market. Really? How do you end up with that? It's called an Xbox One. Oh. <laughs> I just don't use it anymore. I just I've started watching my DVDs upstairs and films, and uh, I give I actually gave my Xbox games away to a friend today. I just he hasn't got a lot of money, and I thought you know what, like he'll appreciate it. So I gave him um, Quantum Break. Yeah, Gears of War Ultimate Edition, and I gave him my disc copy of Knowledge's Power, and because we got it free, didn't we last month yeah. on PlayStation Plus? So I gave him that because his girlfriend and him the love trivia nights and stuff. I don't love that. Yeah, so I says take that, get out of blast. He says, "Oh, but I got enough touchpads." He says, "Oh, here's the magic. <laughs> here's the here's the big reveal. You don't need it. Just need a phone. You just need your phones." Oh no, it is. You've just done it again. You keep calling controllers. Touchpads. Yeah. Is that a new thing? I've only ever said touchpads all my life. It's like um, touchpads. What do you call your TV remote? TV remote. Yeah, the remote. I'll say that. Or sometimes I say, "Pass me the controls." Yeah, pass me the controller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it was for like South Midlands North. Thing. But I've never noticed you called a joypad a touchpad before. A joypad. You can't call it that. Well, a controller. <laughs> The same the pad, Just the pad. Touchpad. I, every time you say touchpad, I'm like, why is he talking about the little touchpad on the PlayStation So they used to be pad? called touchpads. No, the controller. Control pad. I mm. swear it's a recent thing you've been doing. No. It's, it's, it's stood out to me. Maybe it's my confusion's <laughs> come because the, the controller of the PS4 has a touchpad. I reckon I change it a lot. I reckon it just depends what mood I'm in, what I say. <laughs> Uh, what was we on a bit before that? TVs, TVs. Oh god, I'm not getting back into that. To minefield log says I will pick one eventually, but I think I'm going to hold off till Black Friday. I did that. I was doing that for the last maybe three Black Fridays. Yeah, I was just waiting for that OLED price well, to come down enough. I'm booking a week off before Christmas to try and paint as much of the house as possible, and I want a brand new TV for my reward. <laughs> so that TV can go upstairs. That'll be way too big for our bedroom. That one will be, but. I'm not going to sell it. Have you have you measured it up yet? We're giving our yeah. one away. To you know, my yeah. nephew I just mentioned who's moved here. He li- he was living in Romania. Yeah. His parents have moved to Indonesia. Mm-hmm. He's come to live with his grandma. Was um, he? Yeah. Uh, he's going to college here. He's at he's fifteen, sixteen now. Give him the TV. So we're going to give him our old one because he hasn't got one. Oh, he's got a nice thirty-nine inch. It is a really nice TV. It looks dated now, but it's nice. Yeah, H will probably be asking for an upgrade in a couple of years. What's something bigger? Something bigger. Yeah, he's put off. I don't know what he's is at the moment. Around twenty, um, something around that. But um, it's quite diddy now. That is twenty inch. Yeah, but when you like a kid's room, it's enough. Yeah, yeah. don't sit that far from the TV. It's a good picture quality, to be fair. But I suppose, I say that, but when I seen FIFA 18 last week and my mate Samsung was like, holy shit. I said, is that 4K? And he went, no, 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 it's just... He said, it's, he said it's, um, actually, it's 4K HDR. He said, but obviously, it's only an Xbox One, so it doesn't display any of that stuff. Mm. Well, it probably does do the HDR. But um, it just looked so much better than mine. Like, you know, when you get a new PlayStation, you think, Jesus, yeah, that's an upgrade. Well, I because I, obviously I still play Pikmin. <laughs> Yeah, I always dip back into Pikmin. I stuck that on my new telly, and it was looked incredible. 
Yeah. Well, you know what? When I looked at FIFA on his TV, it was looking at that. It was like looking at a remastered version of FIFA from what off my. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. More polished, more like a new game. Yeah. When I put the um, Pez back on my new TV, I thought, oh, these uh, character models look a bit dodge. I think it's because the telly's just showing every little uh, flaw. Mm. Quick question. Did you finish Fimbleweed Park? No. Oh, so I, I really want that because the atmosphere and that in it. But uh, I remember you saying the controls were a pain. Controls were a pain, not so much for me because I was playing in handheld mode, but because yeah. I kind of need the the sound. And I'm always, yeah. if I'm out on about, I'm listening to a podcast. So I, yeah. I kind of think, oh, I'll play that, you know, when I'm at home and I never pick it up at home. No, I did. I do another one. I want to go back to, and I will, I'd say. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, it was good. But yeah, the controls if you're playing with a pad, a touch pad, are a bit um, annoying. So I will get that at some point. Broken Swords coming out tonight, isn't it? This week or next, or, or some point on Switch. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've not seen that. I've seen it's the Valiant re- Hearts and Child of Light. He's built a really clever control system as well for Broken Sword. So if you're playing with the touchpad or whatever you, you call it on the Switch, <laughs> you know, the, the analogue stick. Yeah, the joy Yeah, and then you think, oh, one minute, and then you start touching the screen, it automatically switches to the screen and automatically back to the analogue sticks that's as good. soon as you touch them. And I thought, that's so clever, that is. At least like they're not just porting it as if they get it running, get it running to move, and that's yeah. it, get it out. They're actually putting a bit of thought into it. Mm. And he says we can expect an um, Broken Sword 6 announcement, I think, Christmas. Well, a proper new game. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But, so, um, anything else you've been playing? Oh, I, did, I tried Alien Nation. That was pretty good. I want to get back on that. Yeah, I tried that a couple of weeks back when I was just fluttering between games. And um, I liked what I played, but then I thought, no, I'm going to delete it and start again properly when I'm in the mood for doing it. Because I was kind of flitting between. Oh, well, oh, Jesus, I couldn't. I started um, Dust and Legion's Tower. There's about two hours on that. Never went back to it. Mm. Um, Yakuza Zero. Bought that. Did about ten hours on that. Still haven't been back to it. Um, I could go on and on and on. I started. Went back to Unravel. Did the second or third level. Couldn't be asked to go back to that. Did you ever um, finish that? No, I think I need to start it again because mm. I just completely. I, I find I the controls got a, on that a bit of a pain. Pain. Yeah. That. Uh, I was kind of de- going to delete it, but I thought, can I just get through this? And, and I was like, oh. it's so frustrating to play, a bit like Little Big Planet with the floatiness of it all. Yeah, it's very doesn't, floaty, but it you seem to get stuck everywhere, just in yeah. the scenery. Another game which I was absolutely loving, but I stopped playing to the World Cup, Tear Away. I just can't get back into it. Um, Tear Away Unfolded? Yes. You've not finished that? On the Vita, yeah, but not on the yeah, PS4. Yeah. Um, Grand Turismo Sport completely deleted it because it was eating up about 80 gigabytes. So that's I was like, madness. that's huge, yeah. Um, and I'm on, like I say, Talos Principle now, which I'm really enjoying. Really so good. I, think, I reckon on. it was the World Cup. We both seem to have been in this lull. Yeah. And we've come in out the other side. <laughs> yeah, just, just about now. But TV and films, if you want to move on to that, I've yeah. absolutely murdered it. Well, Talos. I haven't. I haven't. Let me just go through what I've tried to watch. Because I struggled on, to even get into TV. I Go started on, um, Wild Wild Country documentary. Mm-hmm. Have you watched that? 
No, I think I've heard of it. It's the one where this cult just sort of buys a lot of land in America and sets up yeah. a colony. Um, it's, it's interesting, but I haven't finished it yet. Um, I watched, I rewatched all three seasons of Rick and Morty because <laughs> I can't get enough. Um, rewatched. I, yeah, I've seen them all. Oh, like, you could just watch some at new. I know, but. It's so easy, and they're like 20, 25 minutes an episode. So when I think, mm. oh, I'll just watch one of these, and then four episodes later. So yeah, I've yeah. watched them again. I've watched, um, I've watched Inside Out for the first time. Love that film. Yeah, that was really good. I've watched Big Hero Six today for the first time. Brilliant film. Loved it. I'm surprised there hasn't been a sequel to that yet. It's they set are up for doing a sequel. one. They are they doing are. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's just—it's one of those things that will take a lot longer than. Look at Frozen, mega, mega, mega books, and that I don't think the sequel comes out till twenty twenty one. Really? I thought that was I think next it's, year. No, I think it's tw- it's over twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. I think. Oh, it's the songs and that with stuff like that that takes so long, isn't it? Well, it's the animation and yeah, the animation. That, everything the about it is going to take a lot. What time. order does it get made in though? Because obviously, with the animation, you've got to have the songs. At some point, haven't you? For the you know the way they do the lips, it's lip syncing is that yeah. all that stuff? Well, yeah, it's got to be recorded first, isn't it? That's scripted, rehearsed. Oh god, yeah. Loads I think I saw something about that's been delayed as well because they're waiting. And now I could be making this up, but I'm sure I read this like about something about leaps in technology. Okay, waiting for something new to come along. Well, maybe the ideas that they've got, maybe they're just waiting for some of the, I don't know the technology to move on a bit, like like. He always said, Steven Spielberg, I was waiting to make Jurassic Park, and then when I found out the tech was there, I made it. Mm. But it's animation. What could, what could you need? Well, you say that, but look at Toy Story 1 to Toy Story 3. Maybe look at the... Maybe they're 4K in it. Possibly. Anyway. Uh, yep. Yeah, Big Hero 6. Loved it. Watched that Brilliant, today. Yeah. Uh, oh, I watched me and Danny together. Rarely find something we're both really into. Stuck on Good Girls on Netflix. I know what that is. I think it's on my watch list. Is it good? Really good. We both loved mm-hmm. it. Uh, right. I like the cast. Um, yeah. Uh, Red from... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Mad Men. And Donna from Parks and oh, Rec. Christina Hendricks. I don't know her name. Yeah, the, when they're robbing banks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're on about. Yeah, it's on my list, definitely. That is, yeah, yeah. that's really good. Really funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. Watch that. That's highly recommended. Uh, the World Cup obviously took up loads of time. Yeah. And then uh, let me check my lists. I'm sure I haven't been using. You've got, my uh, this list is going to be embarrassing when I go through my list of stuff I've watched since our last. You're going to make me feel bad about them. I'm sure. Possibly. I'm trying wait. to think when the last time we watched them it was. Oh, I watched thirty minutes or less. Netflix. Ibiza yeah. on Netflix. 30 Minutes or Less was good. I enjoyed that. Ibiza, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that was on my list, but I'm like, mm. What, Ibiza? Yeah. Yeah, watch it with the missus, but it's not it's not worth sitting and watching on your own. No. Uh, the BFG. Um, uh-huh. The Intern. I haven't seen it. I can't remember what The Intern is. Probably The Intern was. I think it was a chick flick Danny put on. Mm-hmm. But 30 Minutes or Less was good. Big Hero 6 was good. I'm sure I've been to the cinema as well. 
with the kids. What would I have seen at the cinema with the kids? Not really I couldn't tell you. Okay. I'm just looking at my list and trying to think what, what was the last film I watched and talked about, yeah? It can't be that. It can't be that far back. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. Excuse my French. Let me see. Do you put dates on your films? No, no, I used to, but it was just taking up too much space and I couldn't focus on what I'd done. Do you remember me reviewing Avengers Infinity War? No. No? No. But we did speak Shh. about these, because I've watched Captain America Winter Soldier, which I'd forgotten I'd watched already, and Captain America Civil War. Then we watched Midnight Special. We spoke about that. Yeah. Then I've watched Despicable Me 3, the duo for the intern... And those what, was the la- what was the last thing we watched on Netflix Club together? Midnight Special. Bollocks. Which so, probably isn't on your list because you'd already seen it. Because you're yeah, a did, film whore as you're demonstrating right now. <laughs> so did I talk about Batman Gotham by Gaslight with you? No. Is that anime? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know Bollocks. about this one. Oh, man, got, this is so far back. <laughs> Mate, I'm looking at about 30. Jesus so, so I just reel them off and just say good, bad, or and if you've seen them, just say good shit or bad, whatever. Yeah. Go on then. All right. So, Avengers: Infinity War, good. Stonehurst Asylum, that was all right. What was that? Stonehurst Asylum. It's um, Ben Kingsley. Okay. Um, it was a good film. That was. Uh, not say good. It was all right. Um, Batman: Gotham by Gaslight. That's really good. That was Batman setting uh, Jack the Ripper. That kind of era. Really good. To different sort of franchise on the comic books, they just make one-off stories. So is that That's not canon? No, 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 no. Mm. Um, Homeland season seven, fantastic. Evil Genius. Did we not talk about that on on the pod? Evil Genius. About um, the bloke who robbed the bank up. and they put the bot. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did, but I don't think you had finished it. Okay. Um, then I finished Big Bang season eleven. Mm-hmm. It was all right. I, I just watch them out of... Because out of all the episodes, probably isn't as many funny ones as there used to be, but I still enjoy them. Yeah. Um, Annabelle Creation, really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Atomic Blonde, that was good. This is going to go on for ages. <laughs> Memories of Murder, that was fantastic. That was a, I think that was a Korean film. Okay. Very old. And then I went through a bit of a phase, and I still am going through a phase. I watched Audition after that. Have you seen that? No. Never seen Audition. Is that old? Yeah, it's um, what's his name now? We've got the famous Japanese director, Takeshi. Oh, Mike Takeshi, it's Takeshi Mike, is it? He's know, made like over a hundred films in his career. Um, he plays the blind swordsman in that one film. Oh God, I can't think of it now. <laughs> Audition, anyway. It's about. I'm going to explain this one to you because I think you should watch this. Um, a guy's wife passes and his son says to him out years and years later, Dad, I think it's time that you basically uh, got back on the saddle. And he, so he says, speaks to his mate a bit, he says, look, if you want to find the perfect woman, I, I direct films, so we'll audition them and come along, ask them lots of questions. <laughs> anyway, falls for this one girl. But obviously, she's got a deep, dark secret and um, it all comes out about by the end of the film. Fuck it. The last 20 minutes are just vicious, really vicious. Really good film, though. It's highly rated. Mm-hmm. Read the synopsis on IMDb. Audition. Um, then I finished Modern Family Season 9. Then I watched Anon, which is like a Sky Movies film. Then I watched something I've never seen in my life, Creep Show. Uh, that was good. Okay. Don't know that one. 
Flash season four, yeah, it was all right. Batman Return of the Great Crusaders, that was um, based on the Adam West animated. It was just really funny. It just took the piss out of itself really big. <laughs> Slow West, that was a good film. What's that called? Slow West with Michael Fassbender. Okay. About an hour and a half, good Western. Um, American Made, Tom Cruise, fantastic movie. Um, Jesus, I'm going on here, I? Cars Free, good. Bad Lieutenant with, what's his name? Nicholas Cage, brilliant. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, season one, two, three, four. Some of the best, could possibly, if it continues at this rate, the best comedy I've ever seen. People do love that. I've never stuck with it. I've tried season one before. It just, Danny DeVito comes into it, doesn't he, season two, and he just, oh my God, it just escalates and escalates. It's just, (laughs) uh, I had to watch a great showman on holiday with the kids. Wasn't impressed with that. Shot like a music video. So I went to find out some more details about it. It turns out the director... That's his first ever film he's made. And guess what he used to do? Music videos. Music videos. <laughs> <laughs> Such a nerd, I even spot that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, Excision, I'm getting close now. Excision, that was all right. Yeah, built up to this like really gruesome end, a bit like Audition. Um, it was worth watching just for the character performances. The Staircase, Netflix documentary. Oh, that's on my list. Yeah, always wanted to watch it. Um, it's a very old um documentary but they've added a few epic extra episodes because of his appeal and stuff mm. and um that's what's called netflix original even though it's like old hbo footage um wind river on netflix fantastic must watch film brilliant what's that uh, one sorry i zoned out i was thinking about wind river wind river wind river brilliant film um, Incredibles 2, good film, yeah. Oh, like, that's I, what I saw at the cinema. I knew it was going to be that. I absolutely knew it was going to be that. A good film, that was, wasn't it? Do you like it? I did. It was about as good as the first one, which I don't yeah. hold as highly as other people. No, I agree. I agree, because I watched Incredibles back the other day, and I thought, I really like the styling. I really like the music, because it reminds me of that game that should have been really good. Remember the one that came out yeah. on the PS4? Yeah. You know, oh, it's procedural generated. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was that called? Spy something, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't think. But it's that style, that sort of yeah. 1950s awesomeness. Yeah, it's, it should have been really... And Incredibles, it's very entertaining, but I, I personally, I don't think it holds up that well to repeat viewings. The saviour of Incredibles 2 for me is the Jack-Jack scenes. It just... I could watch a film about Jack-Jack. <laughs> I just loved him. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, everyone says that. I don't remember him being in it all that much but again yeah. it's it's good it's just not the top tier Pixar no 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 I think I do think Pixar are going to struggle though to ever match the top tier maybe Toy Story 4 will do it but what did you think of the short before oh with Incredibles the, 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 with the bread yeah um, didn't fully understand it I got it but and it kind of got me a little bit at the end when it was like about her son and that but um, I didn't think this is a great job trying to explain what she how she felt about her loss do you know what I mean with the bread mm. and that it just it, I get what it was going for but it didn't quite hit the nail on the head yeah yeah. I didn't understand fair, why he was bread where did that where did that come from why did why well I'm going to guess bread? it's kind of like um, a bun in the oven see, I metaphor thought perhaps, possibly I thought perhaps it was the the guy that made it was it was like a personal story and he was the boy yeah and maybe his nickname was 
whatever the bread's called or something. That's the only thing I could get. Yeah, possibly. I didn't understand it when she ate him. <laughs> yeah, because she didn't want him to go. So <laughs> she consumed him. <laughs> Maybe I'm interpreting it all wrong, but that's just the way I, I saw it all. If I can't have him, no one can have him. Right. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> Season 5 absolutely killed it that season. It got cancelled, but someone else bought it, so it's been renewed. Um, then I watched an oldie, The Sugarland Express with Goldie Hawn. Jesus Christ, she was gorgeous when she was... I mean, she's still gorgeous now, but when I was watching it, I was just looking at it thinking, holy crap, she was beautiful. <laughs> um, you got to appreciate that kind of beauty, haven't you? Um War for, for the Planet of the Apes, brilliant. Absolutely oh, I need to see those it. Planet of the Apes films. I wish they went on Netflix. Oh, they're so good. You, I envy you being able to watch those uh, fresh, because my son loves them, H does. He finds them fascinating. Yeah. Uh, which I like because, uh, you know... It, it's quite deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, concepts like, are quite deep, aren't they? I just hope no, has no one's ever ruined the big scene for you, have they, in the original Planet of the Apes? I've seen the original. Not the original, I mean, you know, the Rise of the Planet... What's it called? Dawn. No, it's Rise, isn't it, the first one, at the new trilogy? They all sound like they could be the first one, but no, I haven't heard anything about it. You've not seen Rise of the Planet of the Apes, then, the one with um, James Franco? No. Do not let anyone tell you anything about that film. There's this scene in it which is brilliant. Okay. You'll know what I want about. Watch it. Are they all out? Can you get them as, like, a... Box set now. Yeah, you can. Fifteen pound on I think Blu-ray, or, or twenty pound on Blu-ray, fifteen on DVD in HMV. I'm trying to get rid. Of, I've got a big crate of DVDs in front of me here, which are going. There's mm-hmm. some good films in there as well, but they're DVDs, and frankly, if they're not Blu-ray, they they don't deserve to stay. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I'm keeping my DVDs. I had a look at them the other day, and I thought I've got too many Tartan Asian films here that I can't replace, or like oh, I thought yeah. I'm gonna get rid of all these. D- DVDs, and then I see my old my Vengeance trilogy, like Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Old Boy, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, and I thought I can't get rid of these. I just can't do it because people won't give me what they're worth. Yeah, those those deserve to be kept, but I've got stuff yeah. in mind that they don't deserve to be kept. Uh, I'm going to take my Fight Club and stuff like that to um, the charity shop, but it kills me because I've got this like proper limited edition DVD of Fight Club and this beautiful cardboard cutout. The same one I've got. Yeah, it's class eight that, uh, but. I can't keep hard because I've got it on Blu-ray. Yeah. You could stick it on eBay. You might get something for it. Oh, no, I don't want nothing from mate. I just started, instead of doing that, I've just started giving it away to the local charities I have. Mm. I can't be asked for a quid and stuff. Do you know what I mean? I took a bunch down the cherry shop today. Not DVDs, but just stuff from yeah. around the house. She was right miserable cow in there. Yeah, well, I went to the charity shop, the Bernardo's. I give the woman um, Deus Ex on the PS4. Yeah. And um, what was the other game I gave out? Oh, Harrison's WWK216. And she like looked at me as though I would just give her some fucking Atari 2600 games or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's like... You, you, I don't think it would pay to break there if it's literally voluntary, but mm-hmm. I am giving you things for nothing. Yeah, I give my book Ready Player One, which has gone back up in price since the film and the Blu-rays and all that come out. And I was like... Give her a pair of boots that Evie had, which she'd only wore once, which she didn't, uh, they didn't fit her again. Mm-hmm. And there's like brand new um, boots, nice. Mm-hmm. I thought, jeez, God, enough, been right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I gave her, I put it in the bag weeks ago, but she had the whole bag. And then I bought what? a jigsaw puzzle off the shelf that Nora wanted. Yeah. Uh, you know, give us a smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, cheers for that, thank you. Yeah. Right, I'm getting back on this list because I've only got a few left. Yep, yep. 
The Last Castle, Robert Redford. Never seen it. I oh, really enjoyed that. Um, Mission Impossible Fallout. Absolute must-see at the cinema film if you're into that big popcorn action flicks. Fantastic. Confession. Never seen a Mission, Mission Impossible. Jesus Christ. The, <laughs> don't be wrong. The, I think the first one's fantastic. Second one's a bit... Well, it's John Woo, so it's a bit... Um, and they do progressively get better again then. But... Um, Fallout's just brilliant. Um, then I watched Black Panther. Um, I must be racist because I wasn't overly impressed with that. Oh. Anyone who doesn't like Black Panther is a racist, apparently. <laughs> um, no, it was it was it was good. I like what they went for, but the, the the action in that and it's just literally like watching a video game because it's like they can't do anything Without practical CGI. now. Yeah, yeah, like the last fight when he's fighting the other guy, and he, it's just CGI. And it's just because like the background CGI and their CGI, I'm just watching it thinking, well, I'm not interested. Nothing feels, yeah. Like, you know, when you watch, say, Predator, yeah. uh, the CGI doesn't hold up great now, but you can appreciate that at the time it looked fantastic, can't you? The way the original Predator I'm on about. Yeah, yeah. And then that final scene, there's nothing really groundbreaking there, but because it's mano a mano, it stands the test of time and... Yeah. Whereas I think people will look back on a lot of these, this includes Batman v Superman, all the DC films. When they look back on these films in 15, 20 years ago, Jesus. That's, especially when you've been to watch Mission Impossible and you see Tom Cruise doing all this stuff. And you yeah. think the car gets two blokes to stand there and do some karate chops at each other. Yeah. Which, um, uh, I think, when's the last time you watched Matrix when he has that fight with all the Agent Smiths? I watched that. Um, it's one of my favourite trailers, that is, but when you watch it back now, Jesus Christ, it looks bad. It looked... I, I always thought it was a bit suspect back in the day. So well, I Quentin Tarantino famously that. said, um, well, questions about The Matrix, because obviously he was making Kill Bill, mm. and he said, if I want to watch something like that, I'll just shove my dick in the Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to, like, make out that it was just, like, playing a video game or something like that. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that hasn't aged well, and Wachowski's totally fucked that up as well. Yeah. Then I watched The Limehouse Gollum on Netflix. Really good film. Is it called Period Film when they're like Jack the Ripper times? Wait, was that Victorian? Period. No, any sort yeah. of period. It's set in a period. Yeah, it, that was really good. That was. It's like the Jack the Ripper times, and it's about like this bloke who's um, murdering, and I say bloke. Uh, I should. Warriors. I'm giving it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this person is. Um, wink, wink. Yeah, he's uh, murdering people and butchering them in London. Good film that is. Um, mm. Bill Nye's in that. I really like Bill Nye. Then I was only going to watch the first 15 minutes of this to show the kids. Ended up watching it all the way through. Just pausing it about 10 times because I had tears running down my face. Um, <laughs> Ice Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> oh, no. Mate, the big, I thought I watched this in the beginning when he's delivering the parcel. Yeah, never seen it. it. Just, have you never seen it? No. Oh, get it on Netflix and watch it. It's fucking brilliant. It still stands up now. So Jim Carrey in that. Oh, God. So young, so fresh. And it just, oh, watch it. Please okay. watch it, and. Is it suitable to watch with Nora? I guess it is. Uh, no. Uh, I didn't watch it all the way through with the kids. They went to bed. Uh, there's a couple of like. Is it quite sexist? I, I, I think. There's one falls... scene where the woman like pulls down his pants, but like you want to see the top half of his body, and she's yeah. obviously blowing him. 
And, and he's holding onto the ceiling. He's going, whoa, like throwing his body around. Oh, she can't like, stop her. No, 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 no. And then, um, but it's just the way he, it's his face and his, you know, he elasticated mm. his bodies and stuff. It's, oh, I love that film. Um, then I watched Prime Suspect season one, two, and three. I never knew each episode was there in 40 minutes. Whoa, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I got hooked. Uh, first season was fantastic, second was good, third was a bit weird. Um, <laughs> Then I watched Live by Night, no, Live by Night with Ben Affleck. That got panned at the critics and the cinemas. Absolutely bombed, cost Warner Brothers loads of money. And uh, I enjoyed it. Because <laughs> it was good film. What was that? Uh, uh, I recorded it off Sky Movies. Mm. Um, Flatliners. Oh, go on. I'll what? come back. Go on, go on. No, 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 go on. We'll come back to it. I won't forget. Flatliners, the remake. Uh, uh, it had, they got some bits right, but overall that was shit and stupid. Um, then I watched this documentary on leading Leeds United about the new manager, which was fantastic. Um, a Tale of Two Sisters, the horror film. No, good film. Uh, but not as scary as I was led to believe. I rewatched a couple of horrors recently, which I forgot. Um, what? Let what? the right one in. Mm. Love that. Brilliant. The proper one, not the remake in English. And um, uh, the orphanage. You should. Yeah, they're selling the um, let the right one in limited edition steel book on Zavi for about six or eight pounds. I've got. I've got Blu-ray. Yeah, I've got it on Blu-ray, and I've got it's on Prime or Netflix. One of them. I, I thought you'd like it. the collector's edition, but you, if you're not really into the steel book thing. No, I've got a steel book Terminator two. Uh, Tim. Oh, yeah. uh, not DVD or Blu-ray. DVD, DVD. Like, old one. That's yeah, I've got a Total Recall and Duel from Steven Spielberg. Have you ever seen Duel? No. Oh, Jesus Christ, and <laughs> so like you've been a in a time capsule and they've dug you up, <laughs> and you, you're having to like go back through the last twenty years of your of your life that you've missed. I don't forget, I'm only twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your horror film? Uh, the Orphanage. I think I've seen that. I don't know if I've seen that. That's like my favourite horror. These are my favourite two horrors. Let the right one in the orphanage. I'll check out the orphanage. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, I've lent it to a friend of work. When I get it back, I like your horror. It's Blu-ray. I've got uh, to send you your stuff back. Um, <laughs> right. Then I watched yesterday for the first time. Um, the Devil's Advocate. Mm-hmm. You seen that? No. Keanu Reeves. Oh, Al Pacino. That's fantastic in it. Yeah, it was good. Um. Bit of a bottle it bottle it out ending, but yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, and then I took the kids to watch Hotel Transylvania Three, mm. which yeah, the kids like when we get to the cinema, they're like, "What did you score that, Dad?" And I was like six, and my daughter was like, "No way, that's ten." <laughs> like, no, nah, it really wasn't. It was it was bearable, and I enjoyed the first two, but that was bearable. Did you go? It's a good job see, it was only an hour off. Did you go and see Peter Rabbit at the cinema? No, I, I can't stand James Corbin. Oh, is I, it James Corbin? No, what's his Corden. name? Corden. Corden, yeah. I quite no. like James Corden. I don't get the hate for him. I really like Gavin and No, Stacey. I don't hate him. I don't hate him as a person. I just, basically, I don't find him funny. And that's not me saying he's not funny. I just, I really don't find him funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, like, I don't, I don't get what's funny about him. Like, he, like say, Jimmy Carr. He's yeah. dry, and he just gives you his one liner. You like it, you don't. He doesn't give a shit. Um, to me, James Corden was always coming across as like he really wants to be liked, but I don't know. I just 
I don't think he's naturally funny. I, I don't think, see him. I think he is naturally funny. He doesn't really have jokes. He's just like. Maybe it's because I don't watch him enough. Because I don't, I, I don't enjoy watching him. That I don't get that side to him. Have you ever watched Gavin and Stacey? No, I've seen bits and bobs of it where he pops up. Yeah, that's well worth a watch. That's really good. I think that's on Netflix. I think it is. Yeah. Well, it's odd, really, because like my mate Simon, um, he like loves Peter Kay, oh, James yeah. Corden, Jack Whitehall. All that now, me, I'm more Ricky Gervais. Um, I like Peter Kay, I think he's funny, don't get me wrong, but um, I'm not. Oh, God, he's, he's hilarious, isn't he? I'm not. Yeah, he, he comes out with the odd bits that I really like. <laughs> um, but I'm more like Lee Evans, and for me, I, I don't, in my opinion, in movies anyway, I don't think Jim Carrey will have any visa. Jim Carrey? Just, yeah, his first, the first set of comedies that he started doing just. Absolutely magic. I mean, look, have you ever seen Lawyer Lawyer? No, I couldn't. I can't. Oh my I god! I don't particularly like Jim Carrey. This is one line. In just, yeah. <laughs> it's the way he delivers stuff. He just he sleeps with this woman, and his son's made a birthday wish. Do you know what it's about? Yeah, he can't tell a lie, can he? He can't tell a lie. And he's done. He's meant to be seen at his son's birthday party, but he's not there. He's banging his boss because he's trying to get make partner at the law firm. Hmm. And it's, as he's banging her. His son makes it, blows out the candle and says, oh, my dad can't lie for a day. And after he's done banging the boss, she turns around and she goes, oh, that was fantastic. How was it for you? And Jim Carrey's got this smile on his face and you can tell he wants to say, oh, it was brilliant. And he goes, oh, I've had better. And she just, like, <laughs> kicks him out. And, like, for about, it shows you in about three, four different scenes in the toilets and that. And he's, like, he's crying, going, oh, I've had better, like... And then he's laughing about it and trying his hands and he's going... I've had better, and he's like, he starts to come around to it, like laughing as if say, "Why did he do it?" Mm. But at the end of the film, it's got outtakes like where he's just made people laugh. Yeah, and, you know, like just naturally made people laugh, and he's he just shows how, in my opinion, anyway, how good he was off the spot. Like, um, what do they call it when you kind of improvise? Improvise, yeah, yeah. He's I love him already. I think he's brilliant. The only film I can still watch and bear, well, I actually really like it, is um, Truman Show. Oh, he should have won an Oscar for that. It's really Don't good. get me started on that. that... <laughs> I didn't know I did. I love the Truman Show. You know, whenever it comes on TV, I'll just watch it. I'll, I'll sit there and watch it all the way through. I love it. The mu- I think Philip Glass did the soundtrack. Um, nerd note. The music. <laughs> nerd alert. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah the mu- I love the music in it. I love the score. Jim Carrey is just brilliant and Ed Harris is great. They're all great in it. It's just, to me, it's, it's, it's like perf- perfect filmmaking. I just, I cannot believe he didn't get an Oscar for that. And then, a, a few years later, he went on to make Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Have you seen that? Yeah. He should have won an Oscar for that. He was brilliant in that. And what was the name? Who was in it with him? Um, Hereditary Titanic. Oh, uh, Kate Winslet. Yes. I love that film. I, I, I watched it. I think I was at the cinema, but I've only seen it the once, and I didn't love it. What was that, Eternal Sunshine? Yeah. Oh, I love that, aren't I? I think a brilliant film. Right, but, um, come with your list. Sorry, yes, I'm done. That was the last one. That was the last Old one. Old Transylvania, yeah, that was the last one. So what was you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, when you mentioned you recorded one off Sky, yeah. have you been recording the Ghibli films? No, because my box is at 97%. Oh. I did record Grave of the Fireflies. 
Oh, you've still got um, that torch, haven't you? Yeah. Um, That's um, I was going to record Porco Rosso last night, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I think they're just showing the whole catalogue. They are, they are, they are. Yeah, because normally they do six, seven films, but it says we're showing the whole Ghibli catalogue. And they're doing, um, if you're on Twitter, I love it when film forward of this, they do um, knockout tournaments. And round one was four different Ghibli films, and they'll keep doing that, different Ghibli films, until they get to the best Ghibli film. Which will and be the- Totoro. Well, that one, that was Storm in the first round. Um, but everyone's voting for that, aren't they? Um, but not long back, they did Best Action Star. And Sigourney Weaver won, I think. I think she beat Arnold Schwarzenegger in the final. <laughs> but come on. That's good. Aliens. Yeah. Uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> we just well, come on, she was badass, wasn't she? She was. Like, you, you, very, I don't mean this as a slight against women, but very few women manage the kind of like macho-ness and that's not saying she didn't she wasn't still feminine in it she was but she just she, you totally believe she could, could have kicked anyone's ass in those yeah. films like men aliens robot, whatever yeah and Natalie that Portman role. does it as well I think in Annihilation she's really she comes across as a badass in that like when she's firing that rifle at that have you seen Annihilation? No, I need to watch it oh, when she's firing the rifle at something um, you totally believable that she can do that she looks comfortable. Mm. I think she's fantastic, I do. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Yeah. I've not actually seen it in all that much, but every time I do see her, she is great. Yeah, I mean, she's obviously Leon when she was a youngster. Yeah. Uh, that's why, like, now you look at her and you think, Jesus. Because obviously she's a grown lady, but you think, ooh, should I like her because she's a kid in that film? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone was a kid once. I know, I just... just watch Leon and think, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you got problems. <laughs> you just reminded me of the scene in Devil's Advocate. <laughs> he's defending this um, teacher and he's a child molester. And as the girl's giving her um, statement on the stand, um, he's like rubbing his balls, the teacher is. And Keanu Reeves is like staring at him. He's like, oh God, what do I do? Uh, well, yeah. Um, I know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> now it's a... Uh, what was I saying then? I can't remember what I was saying. Yeah, the Ghibli films have all been on now. Uh, we watched... and I think this is a brilliant film. I think you've seen it. Kubo and the Two Strings. No, I haven't. Oh, we've watched it twice the last two days. Me and my daughter have. I want to she's, see it. Have she's really... Like, it? Bought it. Keeps coming on Sky Movies. Just keeps oh, coming on. I've got it. But um, she watches it. And what I like about it is when she watches it, she's like... She, she asks me. She's not just watching the images. She'll then start talking to me about the situation. Like, where's his mom? Where's his dad? And yeah, you know what I mean. She really like gets into it, paying attention. But hey, she's starting to understand and get into the technical side of it now, which I like. What the, the physical like movie making? Like, how do they do that? Like, like he was mm. about when we touch Mission Impossible, and he said, I says to him like, everything you see Tom Cruise doing this film, he does. And then at the end, he's saying to me like, well, how does he climb that cliff face? And I says like. I says he'll have wires on him, and there's a bloke behind me went and like sh- as we say uh, yeah because obviously he probably thought I was talking shit because you couldn't see the wires but they just take them out with computers don't they yeah they seem to get them out yeah yeah and um, he's on the cliff face doing it himself and I think the bloke thought he either thought I was talking shit about the ropes or he thought to himself no he's just on a fucking thing and the computer generated everything behind him mm. but I says to Harrison I find it so when we got out we went on Twitter and I found it there's a picture of him on the edge of this cliff. And they've got a crane, 
you know, like a big stanchion and scaffolding and, and the wires are on him. And look, don't get me wrong, he probably is safe, but it still oh, takes balls to get out on that edge of the cliff and do what he did. Did you see him break his leg? Yes. Did you see it on the Graham Norton show? Yeah. Oh, because I, I remember when he did that, I said to Harrison, I said he broke his leg when he did this. And Harrison says, well, how does he keep running, Dad? And I says, they stop filming. But he actually carried on running, didn't he, on the Graham Norton show? Did you see it? Yeah, he went for it. it. Yeah, but what was brilliant in the cinema was, um, when we went in, we started going to this new cinema. And it's only small screens, but it's a lot better than the one we go to, which is local. When we went in, there was these two old ladies in my seat, and she said, just go through, and I went, oh, I says, I hate to be a pain, but those are our seats. I said, so... If someone comes in, I don't want to be in their seats. So fuck off. So, so they just basically, they basically wanted to be at the back. So they moved over to me and I thought, well, ah, okay, because I'm in my seats now. Yeah. But when we was watching the film, I loved it because these two old ladies was gasping and there was nothing from beyond the hands when he was doing all the, doing all the stunts. And I thought, brilliant. That's yeah. absolutely brilliant. They're really immersed in it and like, they actually think he could die or get... Yeah, wrapped you up. You know what I mean? It. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah, when, when we go and see... I thought it was great. Oh, that's... Go on. Go on. I was going to say, when we go oh, and see a horror film as a work group, there are a few yeah. girls that are absolutely petrified. Yeah. Horror films never really scare me anymore because, no. I don't know, I just know it's a film. <laughs> it's yeah. not that scary. But they're, like, like hiding behind their hands and squealing. And it's just like... Yeah. I, I love how... I wish I could be affected like that. So, you know, I was going to say the same thing... Um, I love horror because I always think I'm a big believer in scare yourself, scare the shit out of yourself. Film wise, I don't do roller coasters anymore, and uh, or, or watch something really funny that makes you laugh and feels good. You know what I mean? Like, mm. <laughs> um, so when I went to watch Insidious two, my brother, because the first Insidious shit me up. I used to have a real bad problem watching horror films, and then I watched Insidious, and somehow it kind of like healed me of it like I'll sit downstairs now, and I never used to do this I'd sit down on my own put all the lights up and watch horror films on my own now oh, yeah. never used to do that yeah weird grown man couldn't do that <laughs> and I went to watch Insidious 2 and I didn't jump once mm. throughout the film but I loved it because I loved hearing all these other people in the cinema <laughs> scream and then start laughing at themselves yeah um, I do that now like I was watching that Flatliners and there's a few jump scares in it and when the jump scares come I was like, Jesus Christ, and then I start laughing at myself. Like, I don't jump. Like, fuck's sake, you know what I mean? And you then should, I start laughing. You should replay, um, when it gets dark again, you should Until replay it. Yeah, with the camera. Yeah, I know, yeah. I, didn't I don't know, would it get me? My highlight reel is rubbish. I'm just so immersed into it. Maybe that's your problem. But, um, what was I going to say to you? I think that what doesn't scare, what uh, the problem with horror now is, like, I was watching um, some clips of the original Freddy. Now, I watched the remake not long back, and it didn't scare me at all. Mm. And I was I was watching it thinking, God, this is going to be horrible, but nothing did. But I was watching some slight clips of the original, and I was looking, I was thinking, Jesus, that's horrible. And there's some sort of sense of dread lost in horror now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, think, yeah, like they're doing you always bit. feel like by the end there will be a good outcome. Whereas in the older films, you wasn't sure. Like the original Nightmare on the Elm Street, that yeah, they defeat him, but then at the very end, he still he comes back and he takes the mum, doesn't he? And um, there's no. I don't, how do you. 
Do we just know the formulas now? And so yeah, possibly. I mean, I like I love slasher films. That's why I like Dead by Daylight and Until Dawn of that. I love slashers, cheesy slashy, cheesy horrors and cheesy slashers. I love them. Like my one of my biggest guilty pleasures in films. Even though I'm like a massive nerd and I love Nolan and you know and Kubrick and all. You know, I love their style of film. Like, I love Scream One, Two, Three, Four. That's shit. I know. Hey, Scream One. Scream 1's brilliant, and I like Scream 4, I thought they rebooted it quite well there, but 2 and 3 are really poor films, but I can sit there and watch them, and even the TV series that was made on Netflix, I love them, and I know they're not good, but I love them. Stupid, really, isn't it? I can't remember 2 or 3. 2's the one... 2's the one... um, Doesn't it start in um, in the theatre? And he stabs someone in the toilets through the wall. She's like, what's that yeah. noise? Someone's getting a blowjob in the toilets. Yeah. And then he stabs him in the air. But there is a great scene in Scream 2 when um, they have to get the keys or something to get the car and they have to lean across him because he's unconscious in the car, mm. the um, ghost faces. And that's a really good scene. That's good tension there. But um, Scream 3, what's Scream 3 now? Not a clue. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I like them. I know the cheese, but I like them. Mm. Well, that was a, it was a good good film franchise, I reckon. That could come back. What was that? That was That's a good film franchise. I think that could come back. Yeah, yeah I think it's one of those that... Um, if you're going to bring it back, you need someone like, um, you know, Jason Blumhouse. Is it Blum or Blumhouse? Jason Blum, isn't he? Who makes... Who produces, sorry, stuff like... Um, Unfriended, and he's, he's just produced the new mm. Halloween film that's coming out. Yeah, he does like a good, um, like I wouldn't say big budget, but he does big horror on low budget and he makes it work. He did all the Purge films, didn't he? Like, produced them all. I've not seen the and Purge films. Have you not seen them? No, but this They're, Danny will not watch horror. It's not horror, that isn't it's um, yeah, but it's gruesome. She won't go near it. They're not gruesome, they're really not. Um, I was shocked. The, the the high concept horror, I suppose, um, but the, there's nothing really gruesome about them or horrific. I'd say they're more like thrillers than anything. One of his films that he did and produced, which I really like with Ethan Hawke, is um, God, what the f- hell is that film called? I'm gonna have to quickly Google it, mate. It's really good, really good um, horror film. Danny will watch it, but I think you'll like it. Let me find it for you. It's like a slasher film. Have you seen the Bye Bye Man? Sinister. Sinister. Have you seen that? Oh, have I seen that? I... No, I don't think I have. I... If if you get a chance, when it, come, it comes on film, it comes on film four quite a lot. Sinister Two is meant to be crap, but Sinister One's good. I think I, I might have seen it. It might be The Conjuring. I'm thinking of. Sinister, and then there's another film, um, sorry mate, uh, which comes on sometimes on film for Vivian or called Predestination. Oh, that is one of the best time travel films I've ever seen. I've never heard of that. Tra- you, yeah, if you tell you another horror I like, time, time, not time travel, but time manipulation, um, Triangle. Oh, yeah, that's really good. That's on Netflix with, um, she used to be in Neighbours, didn't she? I can't remember the girl in there. It's a good film, that is. And yeah. The, that at the end... Should we make that our film? We can do, yeah, if you yeah, want. Yeah, let's do Triangle. 
and we'll yeah, I would like to. I would time. like to watch that again. Yeah, I would. we'll do triangle. That's a quickly slot it in here. Netflix film for Netflix. We'll talk about that properly next time. I'll cut yeah. out all those spoilers. Uh, I don't think I've watched any other films or TV series. I'd recommend Good Girls though. Definitely, if you're in there. I will. I definitely will watch that at some point. It's just so much stuff on Netflix now, and you have got so much more coming out. And I've heard there's a good film on there, Stephen King recommended called Calibre. Not heard of it. Set in Scotland, they reckon it's really scary. Mm-hmm. So I'll try that out. Film um, or series, film. Film. Um, I think it's a film. Uh, my mate watched A Quiet Place, and he said to me it was a load of shit. But this is the guy who goes to the cinema and watches skyscraper, Meg, Rampage, and comes back and tells me this is some of the best films he's ever seen. <laughs> I'll tell you what film I saw, and I didn't put it on my list. I need to put it on there now. Hereditary. Didn't you talk to me about that? Did I? I don't know. Don't tell me any spoilers, though. No, it was my other mate. He, ha- he hadn't got a clue what was going on in it. <laughs> Just tell me if you enjoyed it or not. But I'm, I am looking forward to watching it big time. See, I went with a good mate who's into films and yeah. is, like, you know, intelligent and likes an intelligent film. I was going to say like me, but then he said intelligent. And I was like, <laughs> no, he's not like me. <laughs> uh, but no, he's into films in a similar way that you are. He'll watch more challenging films. And yeah. give films a chance. He didn't like it. No. And who else was I with? I was with two girls that didn't like it. And yep. me, and I loved it. Yeah, but, Marmite. Yeah, but I think most people didn't. I think most people hated it. At yeah. the end of the film, there was people laughing in the cinema. Mm. And I was like, what? I, I, I loved it. I thought it was really good. Really good. Yeah. Very good, definitely. You'll like it, I'm sure you'll like it. Uh, well, you saw when my mate was talking about A Quiet Place earlier. Have you seen that yet? Which one's A Quiet Place? It's a bit like, um, oh, it always no, reminds I... me of The Last of Us when I see the trailers for it. <laughs> you know what I'm about? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know which one you mean now. I've not he seen was it. saying, this isn't a spoiler, but um, I think there's like some sort of like alien invasion and the only way they can get the humans is if they hear them. Yeah. So the idea is everyone uses sign language and he said to me, he said, I don't like it. it was shit. I says, why? He says, you see the thing. He says, I don't even think you see him. He said, see it for about 15 seconds, if that, through the whole film. He says, and then you don't see nothing, and there's no explanation why it's there or what they want. And I was thinking, why does everything have to be spoon-fed? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was thinking to myself, I keep telling this bloke to watch Inception, and then I thought to myself, I shouldn't bang on about it because he's going to piss me off when he comes back and says, it don't make sense, it's shit. I don't understand what's going on. And because uh, I don't mind people saying they don't like Inception if they if they like, yeah, I didn't like it because uh, you know I, I didn't like the I didn't really enjoy the action and I didn't like the characters and you know if they're constructive about it then fine but they'll just say it don't make no fucking sense it's shit because <laughs> to be fair to Inception it pretty much tells you what's going on mm-hmm. in almost every other scene it tries to, it's like giving it it's trying to let you go your own way but then it gives you like little kind of tutorial hints you know it says press triangle for a tip. <laughs> so whose subconscious are we going into now this is the subconscious it says that at one point just to, just to make sure the viewers know where they are yeah but uh, it's not that I don't don't get me wrong again I don't think I'm an intellect or I'm, I'm better than other people but because I try to watch films and work out what they're about or break them down or try and understand like you know like the visual metaphors and all that stuff in them it's, it's not that I think I'm better than people it's just that's my genuine interest yeah 
You know what I mean? Like it used to be, it used to be like that with games, but with films more so now with TV shows. I'm genuinely more interested in how they shoot certain scenes and and like what they're trying to get at and you know what's the film about and stuff like that. But it doesn't make you a nerd. <laughs> well, I suppose it does. Then have to extent. defend yourself to me. Then. You know what I mean? No, it's not that I'm nerdy or geeky, but I suppose I am nerdy and geeky about it. But it's it's not like. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It's, I'm just passionate about films, and I love learning about how things are done and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Does it get in the way sometimes? Like when we yeah. watched, um, when we watched, what's that film you love, which I thought was crap about singing and dancing? La La Land. La La Land. I didn't like yeah. that. I couldn't get into it. But when yeah. we watched it, the opening scene, it's like one shot. Yeah. I sat there watching. Or the is it? Well, I, there's probably... It looks like it, but it, I think there's quick cuts in there, either. There could have been moments where it, but like, they spliced it cleverly. But well, basically... I'll give, go on, go on, sorry. I was going to say, basically, they did shut down the highway, and it must have yeah. taken ages to get that. And I do think it was two or three shots tops, but it looked like one shot to me. But I understand it could have been cleverly hidden. Yeah, if it is one shot, it's probably one of the, up there with the best one-shots... Trickiest in cinema history, yeah, yeah, especially with the trickery that's going on, yeah, and the all, choreography, yeah, the choreography of the dancing because it it doesn't look faultless. That's what makes me think it is one shot because it's that's, not perfectly timed. It's not, it's not very perfectly Hollywood. I mean, if it is one shot, fair play. But the only thing that makes me think it's not one shot is the choreography from every actor and performer has to be perfect. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. I don't think it was. I think they were a bit off. But anyway. Yeah, well, I'd love to find out because I've never seen anything. Because I remember Mark Kamau saying it looks like a one shot, but I don't think it is. Because like Atomic Blonde, have you seen Atomic Blonde? No. There's this sequence where she's coming down or going up the stairwell, and she's fighting loads of men, and you're like, Jesus Christ, how the fuck did they do this? But what they've done is, when she whacks the man against the wall, and then like say they're going to, she's going to throw him against the wall opposite. As she spins round, it comes right in on the camera and it looks like, oh, they're nearly touching the camera and then they spin round and the camera's watching them again. That, for me, in my opinion, that's cut. the cut. That's the cut, yeah. that is. Yeah. And, like, some people go, hey, that's because I've learnt a lot about cinema. And... Yeah, you can see I mean, it. I, you know what you're looking for, you can see Yeah, 100%, yeah. It's I just don't know where they would have cut it in La La Land. But anyway, what I was saying is, I watched that and I said, um, I said that's that was one take. That was that was impressive. Yeah. And Danny was like, I don't even notice stuff like that. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've interrupted this film to like say that was one take that was really good, and I've kind of interrupted myself enjoying the film. Enjoying the well, that's what I was saying about Greatest Shamans. A lot of the music in it is really catchy, but. Um, part of me was watching it thinking fucking hell this is shot like a music video there's just too much quick cuts it's yeah. like oh look at this guy dancing here and then look at the people on the balcony there quickly back down to the people doing the tap dancing and um, I said to my mate about this this is one song and dance with Hugh Jackman and um, Zac Efron and um, my mate Damon he, he likes both La La Land and um, that whereas my other mate is mad on great charm and he, he says La La Land shit can't get past 20 minute mark and he said um well, my two likes both said to me, um, he says, what did you think of that? And I, I says, it was all right. I says, but what I don't get is, Zac Efron did High School Musical. I says, so he's a good singer and dancer. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And he went, yeah. I said, so why? Didn't he not do the tap dancing scene? And he says, he did. He says, he, he said he can dance, he can do tap dancing. I says, he didn't do it. And he says, well, how do you know he didn't do it? And I says, well, you think about it. If Zac Efron's tap dancing, I'm folding up at the moment. If Zac Efron is doing the tap dancing in that scene, why does the camera not show his face? I says, instead... It comes to to above the bar because he's dancing on a bar. Mm. I says, and you can see Hugh Jackman through his legs and he's tap dancing. I says, no, to me, you would show off the talent and you would have the back of Hugh Jackman and you would have Zac, Zac Efron on the dance, on the bar, and you would see him doing it. Yeah. But to me, because they've only showed you his feet tap dancing, that's like saying, I would say, to me, anyway, who's a, 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 not a snob, but someone who looks that kind of stuff in a film. He's looking at thinking, that's definitely not him doing it. And then whatever, mate, it's like, yeah, it's definitely him doing it. I'm saying, it's not. It's not him doing it. If it was him doing it, you would show him doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just clever trickery. Yeah. I'll tell you what I notice a lot in films, and we're way off the boot chat. We'll wrap up in a minute. We've been going for ages. But um, <laughs> I notice when there's a two-way conversation and the camera, yeah. and it cuts between the two so they can cut it together and stuff, but they'll show like the back of someone's head and the other person reacting. And often, very often, the back of someone's head, you can see that what they're saying is dubbed over because it's not what matching the side of their face and the, with their jaw. They're not yeah. saying it there and then. I hate what, it when I spot that. Yeah, it depends on the film, really, because a lot of what I've kind of learned from that is a lot of the times they'll have two cameras set up for certain conversations in films or, you know, dialogue scenes. Oh, Jesus, that shit me fucking up bad. Oh, my God. What's that? Oh, my God, that is fucking horrible. I've got my TV on and I've got French doors at the back. And I'm walking to the French doors to shut the curtains. And do you know that new horror film coming out called The Nun? No. Well, the nun features in the Conjuring One and Two and Annabelle and Annabelle Creation. She's she's a, it's a really good horror icon. To be fair, she's like a nun, yeah. but she's got like a really pale white face and black eyes and that. Yeah. So I'm going to the fucking window because obviously I've got lights on here. Everything's bouncing off, and all I can see is the fucking nun's image in the garden. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking you know, that was horrible. I think I do know the nun. I think that was previewed before Herod, um, Hereditary. Yeah. It looks it looks pretty good to be fair, but um, yeah, I I do enjoy like looking at watching films and like breaking them down and stuff and like because you don't not, I don't like sound like a big head like I like to feel clever about like I understand what's gone mm. into the scene to make that scene. Do you know what I mean? Like now nowadays, like now I've learned a lot more about green screen and that I watch a lot of stuff and I think oh that's that's got to be you know that's definitely green screen even though some mm. people would think oh that's not green screen. But you can tell certain things. Yeah. Like, I never knew in all these superhero films that don't even wear capes. It's all CGI. Really? Yeah, yeah. In Batman v Superman, have you seen it yet? No. There's a warehouse scene. It's fantastic, the warehouse scene. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, any scene where Batman is moving, the cape is CGI. Um, all the Any scene where he's just standing, say, throwing batarangs, that's the proper cape. But the rest, it's CGI cape. Wow. Which is funny because he only jumps over boxes and hits people. But in, um, in say, you know, not, this is how much Nolan tries not to do CGI in okay. The Dark Knight. Do you know, um, at the end, 
when he says, oh, um, you know, when he, he kills Harvey Dent. You've seen the Dark Knight, haven't you? Yeah. You know, when Harvey Dent dies and he gets on the tumbler bike and he rides off. Yeah. And he's going, your white knight, he says, I'll have to be the Dark Knight. And he goes, dun, dun, and he rides off into up the motorway and, like, you can see his cape. Yeah. Flowing. Well, uh, Nolan was filming that and, like, the health and safety one of the bloke, stuntman, says, health and safety bloke says, you can't do that because if the, if the cape gets caught in the wheels. And Nolan was like... Right, so we're going to have to see you the cape. And the stuntman was like, no, 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 let me try it. Let me just... And like, Nolan was like, all right, let's go for it. Because he didn't want to use... <laughs> the C- he didn't want to do a CGI cape. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, nowadays, you know when he makes the truck flip in, in Dark Knight? Yeah. Yeah. You imagine trying to get permission to do that now. There's only certain directors who would get given the green light for that. The rest would just go off, we can CGI it in. We'll just... We'll just We'll, we'll phone that in. Has it gone that far now? I didn't realise this. No, I mean, like, not being allowed to flip a truck and stuff. I don't know if it'd be not allowed, but they had to, I think they had to pay, like, for that street to be relayed, you know, once they did that. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. But, um... For the disruption it causes, I guess it is just better for everyone concerned. Uh, if I'd get it, it's... But perhaps think, not for the film. Certain directors can demand it, because, you know, like Nolan, he can command that kind of stuff because of the money he brings back to a studio. I mean, like, for instance, Dunkirk, I think it cost him $120 million to make, and it made 470 Now, you usually have to double up on the 120 to 240 with all your advertisements and everything. Yeah. So they've only made about $200 million, but it's the second highest grossing military film ever, the first Saving Private Ryan. The World War Two films don't actually bring in big, big books. So they made money on it. They always make money on Nolan films. He's never, ever not turned a profit. You love mm. Nolan. Yeah, but There's you know a, what I love I watched an interview with him on, um, on BBC iPlayer. There's Danny stumbled across these um, film things. It was a Jurassic Park one. Yeah. And then one just on Nolan. It was really yeah. interesting. I thought you'd like that. Well, I'll have a look at that. What was that on, sorry? BBC iPlayer. I'll check that. So I think it's a BBC Radio 1 thing, but it's visual. It's not like a audio thing I'll have a look at that the, see the thing with Nolan well, I've always liked his style of filmmaking a lot of people don't like it because it's not they say it lacks emotion and all that I don't believe that but um, the more you learn about the way he shoots films the more respect you have for him look let's say he's, he's renowned for not stopping filming look say he wants to shoot a scene and in the script it says sunshine conversation mm-hmm. whatever if it starts raining Nolan will still shoot the film in the rain He's just like that's why he always comes on. He always finishes films on time, and he always fin- finishes finishes his films under budget. Yeah, because he, he's not like right. We can't shoot for two days because the weather forecast. He's just like yeah, let's just go ahead, let's do it. That's why sometimes in his films, like Dunkirk, you'll notice in a scene it might be bright, then the scene will play out like say twenty minutes later. It's pissing down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can see the change in the cloud formation. It's just the way it goes. Mm. Yeah, I am a Nolan fanboy. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> I've got a Nolan film to watch. Possibly his best. I've got the Prestige. Prestige. Episodes. Yeah. I've never seen it. I, when I went through my DVDs, I found out we've got it, but I don't know where it's come from. Danny doesn't know anything about it. I've never. Oh, you're it. you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat. It's a really good film. Going to watch that soon. It's upstairs next to the yeah, telly. Get on that. You and Danny, you'll both enjoy that. I think. Right. Scarlett Johansson, I'm... didn't realise she was in it. Say again. Scarlett yeah, Johansson. she's really young, isn't it? I watched it about a month ago. She's really, really young, isn't it? 
I'd have watched it years ago if I'd known. <laughs> it's fantastic. If you like that, you should check out the Edward Norton one called... Um, what's that called? Have a look at Google it on IMDb. Edward Norton, he made a magician film. It mm. came out around... The, the Illusionist. Okay. That's really good as well. Came out at the same time. Mad. You wait for one magic film and the two come along at the same time. <laughs> oh. Right. Were you I'm saying you're going... Yeah, I'm busting for the toilet. Okay. <laughs> right, let's wrap there. The film is Triangle. Yes. Um, yeah, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. And bye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Right, I'm going to shoot straight away. I'm busting, mate. All right, see ya. I'll see you later. Take care, mate. Bye. See ya.